What, what about now? Yeah. Yeah. Is that a husky voice? God damn it. I have like all kinds of fucking fancy microphones and tube preamps and vintage gear here. And the, apparently I'm going to be coming to you through the fucking the mic on my dumb computer because I can't. Oh, uh... The, I can't figure it all out. The, do you do you record everything at home yourself? Um, no, I I don't have any sort of set way of doing stuff. It's the every it changes every album. The um, recording has gotten so much easy, so much cheaper and easier. Um, the I I am working on a record right now, and it's all stuff that I'm recording at home. And then I'll probably get a buddy of mine to mix it because because I hate doing stuff. Um, and if I can ever get somebody else to do a thing, then I'll I'll, I'll trick him into it. Delegating. Yeah. There you go. Nothing wrong with that, brother. You're looking different. <laughs> the last time I saw you in the UK, he was in in uh, in England. He was with Burr Cloud, and he was in Bath, and you look like a broken man. You look like a broken down dog. <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's usually how I look. The but yeah, also the but that was, yeah, that was a fucking rough run, man. I watched you a few years before that. I watched you in Cardiff. You looked you looked okay, but the Burr Cloud gig, you looked like yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, touring is hazardous to my health and also uh they have really good mdma in the uk and that's uh that's bad for my health too the, so is hack oddity hack oddity is the is the worst bad guy the yeah bad, guy. bad company absolutely. how did you how did that relationship start i mean i'm but he, it seems like an odd pairing for a guy all the way over there to get friendly with a guy in Arizona. Uh, was it online? Did you meet him on? Did you meet him over there, or did he come here? Where had that friendship start? I, uh, I I met him at Stanhope's uh, uh, Death Valley party in 2008, and I uh, disliked him immediately. And that's how uh, that's how most of my long term friendships uh, go. The uh, um, but yeah, the, I, I think it was just that when it came to, like, I didn't have a lot of boots on the ground in the UK. And so when it came to, you know, having somebody to sort of like, uh, cart my ass around, I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel and the, and hack already is the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. Uh, just the, just the worst, most useless tour manager ever. So the, oh my God, sharing a hotel room with that guy. It's like, um, it's like his butthole needs a CPAP machine. It's just the man. I brought the pie. You brought the tea. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I, I really hate that guy and I miss him terribly. Well, he's, he's supposed to be on in about an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share that with him. Uh, uh, you know, I'm hearing a lot of uh, of that from people like um, like fake uh, anger at, or uh, fake, I don't know. But like, yeah, I hate that guy, but I really love him uh, from a lot, so many, so many different, not just him, but I mean, within this community, a lot of people have this kind of. Um, Ah, that guy's a, a total jerk. But you find out that that was all, you know, true the, love. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's funny, you know, the those friendships that you have for a long time. It's you're not just you're not just friends with those people. You also there's uh, it goes it goes deeper than that, right. you know. And I I feel like. You know, it's like a car. Every once in a while, you have to change the fucking transmission fluid. It's not a thing that you do every day, but every once in a while, you have to change the, tra you know, once every, whatever, 60,000 miles. Once every 60,000 miles, Hack and I have to fucking scream at each other and be like, you fucking piece of shit. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to knock you out, and then I'm going to drag you into the reservoir, and they'll never find your body. And, the, and that's the measure of a true friendship, is if... Uh, if you can get through, you have to, you have to, especially when you go on the road, you have to find somebody you're comfortable yelling at. Right. I get it. I, I totally get that. I, I uh, want, I want to do a round of, of the same, like, give me your answers, everybody, because you, comedians, you, you travel, you tour and musicians, you travel and tour. What is the number one aspect of touring that when you you're thinking you're going to go on a tour, what do you dread the most? The fans. <laughs> really? That's a good one. Well, fucking D Jamie Dykes is a perfect example the, of like the, 
the the dregs, the the bottom of yeah. the bottom of the barrel. The no, I don't know. The um, it's all the worst. I it's hard to say one thing is worse than another. The um, I don't know what, what like what um. I hate the. I'm six foot five, so I hate the drives because that's mm. like uh, some Abu Ghraib style. It, you know, it's sort of like waterboarding my body. Oh my um, god! And then uh, the all the all the beds and shit in the UK are, are made for like hobbits, so <laughs> my feet just hang over the end. Um, and the. the and um and I don't drink anymore and y'all are still shit faced all the time. Oh and, my god. And okay. the, the yeah. like did cannabis not make it to the UK or something? Not legally. Oh god. I feel yeah. so bad for the rest of the state that don't have it. I feel like I was born to be in California. Yeah. Jess Jess, have you been to the UK? No, I haven't left the country. I've had a passport for ten years and I never used it. It's so weird because nobody um, like has weed or smokes weed in the UK, or it, it's so much less prevalent. Those but guys don't, yeah. The but everybody has a huge bag of Molly that they oh, fucking mixed up in their weird. bathtub or whatever, <laughs> and it's like you know, God, God forbid people. I mean, I hate pot, but it's the God forbid people smoke a plant and instead let's yeah. let's eat this fucking Drano. But actually, it's really fun Drano. So all I right, I'm a Molly. total idiot because I'm a boomer, but and I've never done molly but is yeah. molly the same as ecstasy uh basically yes the you know i mean the it's supposed to be purer than ecstasy because um but who fucking knows you know i mean you get it from what you, do you get yeah yeah you're, you're buying it from fucking lolo on the corner it's been the, it's, it's, uh, it's still Civic. been it's still yeah it's been stepped on it's been stepped on but it's yeah <laughs> yeah the, is it is it as because the, the big thing that I, I know about from when Ari Shafir spiked the drink for Bert Kreischer, it was like a big thing for people. Oh, is it as dangerous as like LSD? Because I know spiking somebody with LSD could make them kill themselves. No, I I, I think um, I think Molly is actually more dangerous, and 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 the proof is that um, w when I was in Cardiff or Bath uh, with Hack, we took a bunch, and then. Um, girls were like hitting on us at the bar and we were like, no, fuck off. And we were like dancing together and just hugging, not even dancing, just hugging in the middle of the dance floor, like a couple of fucking creeps. So the, oh my God. Uh, oh my God. It's definitely way more dangerous oh than LSD. Yeah. So that fun. would make me stop doing the drug immediately. Like what the hell? That? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my God. Uh, uh, so uh, William Conway wants to do is he, he's here to uh, give us a man on the street. I think. Really I don't. William. I don't have a. Hello. You, yes, you don't have a what? I don't have a person yet. I didn't. I didn't know if we wanted to touch base. Yet All right. Or no, what. We'll, we'll kick you out. We're we're having some fun uh, learning about Mishka. So uh, if you have somebody. No. Yeah, that's awesome. I was dying, dude. I was. I was. I thought I was going to fall over the edge down to the second or to the first floor. Because I was laughing so hard. All right, was, get it, get in the room. Signal me when you have somebody. <laughs> I love like cutting people out of professional professional scheduling as always. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Mishka, you're gonna do a couple of songs for us today, or? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll play you guys some tunes. The um, uh, I'm going to I'm actually gonna play a couple of new songs. The Jess, I want to say that when you moved the camera before, I was going to complain that you took it off your boobs, but I want to. I, Listen, I, guys. I want, I want to observe that both of the two shots that I've seen of you so far highlight your boobs. So. I thank you, and we all thank you. I mean, listen, I think, listen, uh, I can't even get away with it. I could have covered up, but it's just useless. There, I, I was, I was, I've had double D since I was see, literally. Now like I'm coming back to when, when oh, Missy gave gave love to Andy and, and Becca before. And that, you don't love my boobs? Is this? No, no, I don't. I really don't. Oh, okay. two hours here, and uh, I'm always looking for the negative. Great, brilliant. All right. That's We're supposed to be looking at the pies, guys. We are right. looking at the pies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait a minute. Let, should I solo you out for this? Or, like, do the, this? Yeah. Yeah, we could do this. Wait. Let's mute ourselves. Oh, wait. Out. How do we do this? 
Oh, man. Uh, nothing. Oh, here, here's how we do it. Like this. The, there we go. God, look at me. I'm so shiny. Oh, this is terrible. Um, the, so this is a, a new song I wrote, uh, whatever, a month ago, just before I got fucking COVID. The, I had a real shit summer last year. The, and this song is about, uh, I guess it's about like the end of a relationship when, um, the, when your partner leaves you and you realize that, um, you've gotten this far in your life and you have no fucking idea how to take care of yourself. Um, and, uh. This song's called Paper Plates. <clears throat> you lit a candle in my window. You threw my shower curtain out. You replaced the pillowcases, bed sheets, and the towels. Your tongue turned to ashes in my mouth Now I can't live with you, can't live without you Mostly, babe, I can't live with myself My filthy house become a mausoleum for love They say the best revenge is have my applause button ready that was, nice. that was now i i want to ask you this because i i had this issue when when i was doing kind of what you do is i would write a song and i know a lot of your songs have some really inter, in, interesting production about it and then you go out and when you're doing it in front of a live audience it's just you and the guitar like that right does, yeah does, does that does that change your approach to the songs and the music at all? That now it's got, I got to do a stripped down version of it, like just me and the guitar. Yeah, the um, I try to con conceptualize them as totally different things. Um, the where in the studio you can make it as 
big as fluffed up as fancy as you want to you could sort of fulfill every idea you have for a song but then live the you have to choose you know you have to pick the songs that are about fucking coke and pussy and not like your mom getting older because the people in the bar don't want to hear the songs about your mom getting older they want yeah, to hear yeah, the songs about coke and pussy and the um and also you have to the i mean Nate you're a you're a guitar player you have you have to line the songs up so that the all the songs you don't want all the songs that are slide guitar to go together, but that's the same tuning. So you have to, but you don't, so you don't want to be tuning between every single song and then like using the capo and tuning for the capo. So you want to put the song, all the songs that are, that, um, that are, have the same sort of setup on the guitar together, but you don't want to put all the songs that sound the same together. Um, so it's, it's a little tricky, you know, to, to try and make the set flow smoothly, flow organically. But I, I feel like the trick is to just treat them as um, totally different things. You know, I mean, for a comic, it would be like the difference between doing a TV show or doing a um, you know, doing a, sh a show in somebody's fucking backyard or a bar full of drunks or whatever. You the read the room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with when <laughs> the production versions of stuff, and it's really interesting, some of the interesting instruments and with slide guitars are used or whatever, and you have interesting panics. Are you doing the production of all that stuff, or do you work with the producer who kind of suggests, like, it would be really cool to bring this instrument in here and any of that kind of stuff? I think when you're 24 and you're making music, you really have grand visions where you're like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to play all the instruments and I'm going to do three part harmonies. I'm going to do the vibes here and the marimba here. And the, and then in your forties, you're like, I'm doing one take on guitar. I'm doing one take on vocals and the rest of y'all can, and then you just get players. You trust people, you know, who have good ideas and then just get them to fucking do their thing. You know, right. I had, um, I had the band heels come and back me up, um, for a couple of songs the, I had them sing on a record and like we've done some live shows together and it's because I know those guys I know how they play I know what they play I know that I can just be like here just fucking do your thing and they'll do it yeah it's good to have that that trust and it's really rare to find people that you can just really have that much faith in that they're not going to ruin your fucking song <laughs> yeah the on on that note um, I've performed with Christine singing. A couple of times and that motherfucker <laughs> i was like okay christine here's the lyrics here's the recording learn the song we'll run it a couple of times and i i christine i love you so much and we're never gonna do never never gonna do a song together that, <laughs> that, that we, no, we I, you just got me because i thought you were gonna say how wonder what a great <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was the worst. I love she's amazing. The, and funny, we even look we look good together on stage. The vibe is amazing, and the and she didn't learn the fucking words, and she went up there with like a sheet of paper flapping around, and I was like, the Christine, you're fucking killing me. The um, so what I'm saying is, it's good that she has cancer. She deserves it. We should. I'm going to argue for her actually getting more cancer. I thought that was the point of this fundraiser was to like we're we're trying to make more cancer for her. Yeah, I think she. I think she got the discount. Andy's cancer. That's what we'll do. The so wait. So are you guys fucking? Are all three of you here for twelve hours, or are you guys taking shifts? Give or take. We're good. We're good. Yeah, we did we did 40 now. together uh back in january for andy's thing and uh jamie fell asleep at 39 or so but well you for know the most part it was all of us wait the so wait so fucking and andrus gets 40 hours and christine only gets 12 well, like 12 because, hours you cheap motherfuckers <laughs> it's yeah. just i didn't i didn't have 40 hours to give i got gigs to do i got the commitments and it was short notice we didn't yeah. find out about this until last week. with andy we had a month and a half to prepare christine in the future please plan for your cancer better the, she, you need the plan sir yeah. Well, some people think that it was an opportunity, but believe me, we don't. <laughs> we'd rather not be doing this today. I tried everything to make the fundraiser be complete so that we didn't have to do the show. We're not looking. We, I don't want my friends to get cancer just so I can do another long podcast. 
I I disagree with that entire statement. I feel like this is <laughs> this podcast has just you guys just you're giving all the unbookables. You're like, let's create a podcast around all the unbookables getting cancer. That's the plan. Yeah. It's niche. It's niche. Yeah. <laughs> it's niche. Yes. Brand base. It's a yeah. It's niche. You're like uh, we we lost Rouse, but we got to get the rest. The, here's my question. How has fucking Inman held out this long? If you're going to be giving people cancer, he's the obvious place to start. Because he is cancer. You can't get cancer when you are cancer. Yeah. Uh, bastards. Speaking of unbookables, I'm getting a message right now from one. I gotta, I gotta read this. You guys carry on for a second while I read this. Yeah, do it. All right. The um, his old man writing against the fucking screen. What did he say? He, he needs he needs the uh, like the Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass yeah. or the jeweler's yeah. piece or something. <laughs> See the big eye. Yeah. Um, the do you, do you guys want me to do another song while Nate's learning? Oh yes, yes. Yeah. We would love yeah, to yeah, do please, another. Song. Man, I'll solo you out. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Um, let me so this song this is actually a song that I I learned from Christine. Um, she was obsessed with this song and she was like, and the, one of the reasons that I, I say, uh, fans are the worst, um, is not just because they are, but also because all y'all do this thing that's like the equivalent of, um, oh, you can use this joke in your act where you're like, uh, oh, you should really cover this song, uh, Free Bird by Leonard Skinner or whatever. The, and it's like, no, I'm, have you heard my voice? I'm not a fucking cover i'm not gonna do you know i am beautiful um the i have to write my own songs but when you're christine levine and you're like you should cover this song of i'm gonna listen and i listened to this song by fred eagle smith called trucker speed and i was like oh yeah i i am this sad cartoon of manhood uh i will absolutely cover this song and it, it's become a like a staple of my live show um the so this goes out to Christine because I love you so much. Um, this song is called Trucker Speed. Got her letter in an old mailbox I forgot I had in a little truck stop. Read it. Oh my God, let me try that again. <clears throat> Got her letter in an old mailbox Forgot I had in a little truck stop Read it once and I read again I can hardly keep from crying I've been driving around the last week or so In an empty truck, I ain't got a load believe I'm dying and it's trucker speed benzatrine percocet amphetamines black beauties and west coast turnarounds when the coast is clear I'll drive with my knees mix it all up in a recipe Coca-Cola and coffee to wash it down Sometimes I feel like my wheels ain't touching the ground On the side of the road he said you're a mess When I told him she didn't leave an address then he got another call, said, wait right here, I'll be back in a little while. Put my head down across my arms, slept on the wheel for an hour or more. And I fired it up and took off into the night. And it's trucker speed, bends a dream. Percocet, amphetamines, black beauties and west coast turn around. When the coast is clear, I'll drive with my knees, mix 
it all up like a recipe Coca-Cola and coffee to wash it down Sometimes I feel like my wheels ain't touching the ground I've been low throttled when I couldn't stop a peed in a bottle I've been so lonesome I make Hank Williams look like a party of five I've been beat up, broke down, loaded on a truck and driven into town Always thought you'd be there at the end of the line Always thought you'd be there at the end of the line And it's trucker speed Benzedrine, Percocet, amphetamines Black beauties and West Coast turn around When the coast is clear I'll drive with my knees it all up like a recipe Coca-Cola and coffee to wash it down Sometimes I feel like my wheels ain't touching the ground Sometimes I feel like my wheels ain't touching the ground Sometimes I feel like my wheels ain't touching the ground. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, that was that was awesome. I mean, uh, very cinematic feel, and I, I, I get it because who's saying you always make her cry? Uh, I get it, man. That, that I definitely get that. that you know, you, balladeer. Very cool stuff. I appreciate your work. Thanks, man. The, uh, I, I love that song. The, it's <clears throat> from a songwriter's perspective, too. It's like it's three chords all the way through the song. It never changes. There's no verse. There's no chorus. There's no bridge. There's no fucking mosh breakdown. But it, it, with those three chords, he takes you into another fucking universe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, such a good and, and the experience is different for every because of the way it kind of just takes you <laughs> on a visual journey. It, it's a, different for everybody to listen to it. Not so much unlike a lot of the you know cookie cutter music, even in more artsy stuff, folk and jazz and stuff like that today. I mean, everything seems to be the same experience for everybody. That was really, I'm sure you know. I went on a whole different trip than a lot of other people listen while you playing that song. So great stuff, man. Great stuff. Appreciate it very much. Uh, nice. Yeah. So um, now do you, cause a lot of comedians feel like your music belongs in their movies. Do you pitch to uh, like Hollywood to anything? Cause it seemed like this stuff is great soundtrack music. No matter what, what the genre, it doesn't have to be for comedy. Right. Yeah, the um, man, I would love to see my songs in a movie. I, I thank you for saying it's cinematic. I feel the same way. The my um, you know, my voice is what they call an acquired taste, uh, which means it's bad. It's not good. <laughs> and the there's you know, I have um, my my voice gets mocked all the time. I and I, I'm not a very like tuneful singer, and I I think people want like you know fucking indie rock orchestras and shit like that for their um, for their movies. But uh, the I don't know at this point I've I've like stopped trying to do anything. <laughs> right. Well, it's... That that to me, you know, Waits talks about this, and I'm sure just listening to you, you're probably uh, a fan of Waits. But he talked about learning to inhabit his songs. Like, so yes, you're not Enrico Caruso, but you sing with the full experience of living in the song, and I think that's 
that to me is the truest. And this is not like you know, just bullshit blowing smoke up your ass about being falsely complimentary here. I think that's the truest form of a good singer is to inhabit the songs and become, you know, make bring them to life. And it's not about you know or vocal tricks or scales or hitting the high notes or all that stuff. It's about making the people feel something. You got that. So. Thanks, man. I the I mean I think you've described perfectly one of the reasons why I have stopped touring the way that I used to is um, because inhabiting those songs uh, all the time just pretty dark, right? Yeah. Ruins my fucking life. You know, (laughs) um, you know, most of these songs sadly are, are nonfiction and the, so it's like, you know, night after night, I'm going to go up on stage and relive my, my lowest, weakest, most humiliating moments in my life. The, Um, and it's great. It's certainly gratifying sometimes, you know, that, that song paper plates, I, you know, when I wrote it, I was like, this is really narrowly about, you know, being a fucking, uh, white boy, aging, aging bachelor wearing a fucking black hoodie far up after it's appropriate. And it's, I'm going to get it. And like three of my friends are going to get it, but that's it. And then I played it at a show in Ohio and this like, androgynous 22 year old young woman came up to me afterwards and was like the man that really spoke to me. Like I, you know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, Holy shit, you know, that's great. And I'm sorry. You know, the, I, <laughs> I, I, I wish you didn't understand this. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry that you have to have to have had such a terrible experience that you get my music. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I get it, man. Um, somebody asked me, uh, I should ask you about your guitar collection. How, how many guitars do you have? I don't know. I I really... Really? Yeah, I mean, the... <laughs> um, when you... Uh, when you stop being addicted to drugs or alcohol, you um, try to push addiction out of your life. And um, one of the ways... You, in which you do that is by cultivating other addictions, the, um, cause your brain's broken and, uh, and I, yeah, I have a fucking guitar problem. The, um, I probably my favorite guitar right now, I have a 1961 Epiphone. It's called an Epiphone professional. And it was a, it was one of the guitars they made with, um, it had one pickup and all these like onboard controls where you would control the amp from the guitar Right. And so it was, it's basically a 335, but the, you know, with lots of like sci-fi onboard gadgetry. But when I got it, somebody had like ripped out all the electronics. So I just put, you know, um, big humbuckers in and put a Bigsby on it. And that thing plays and sounds just out of this world good. It's such a better instrument than I am a musician. The, and then the, this guitar, man, the talk about fans being the worst. The um somebody fucking bought this guitar for me. Wow. And it has fan a fan or a friend? Uh well he was a fan and then we smoked DMT together and now we're gonna be friends forever. <laughs> the, um but the this this guitar, it has like my tattoo on it. It's uh it was built by a luthier in the UK and the I, you know, I don't know. I always think of the worst of people, so I didn't think it was the the guitar was gonna be anything special. And then I got it and I was like, this is one of the best acoustics I've ever played. I need to try and spread the word about these guitars. And then um, fucking Brad Paisley had one and then Paul McCartney had one and then Robert Plant had one and now Willie Nelson has one. I'm like, all right, you guys don't need my help anymore. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm finding? I have a lag. Have you heard of a lag? It's a French made acoustic guitar. Um, no, it's I got it cheap, but there are expensive ones. But I got this. I was on my way to a gig, and, and it was a, a gig that it was likely to cause some damage. I didn't want to bring my good guitars, and uh, in and I saw this thing. It was only like two hundred dollars. I said, "Yeah, I'll get that on the way to gig, just to spare myself taking abuse on a good guitar." I played it, and everybody was coming. Man, that thing sounds incredible. The electronics in it—it it doesn't sound so great acoustically. But as when you plug it in, it sounds better than any other, like Martin or Taylor or any of these acoustics that I have that are supposed to be great, that sound great acoustically. But when you plug them in, they don't—they sound electric. 
this thing sounds incredibly uh, acoustic, and I'm really grateful I found it. But uh, it's just weird how some some guitars can ring and just sing. They make better cheap guitars now than they ever have, and there's a lot of like the sort of vintage purists who like to shit on the um, like Chinese Epiphones and stuff like that. Man, I have a Chinese Epiphone Les Paul. I think fucking rules. It's yeah. uh, it's it, it, you know I got it for five hundred bucks and it was like um, it's a true hollow body, so it's just one of the lightest guitars. It plays great for you know for five hundred bucks. The I remember like being a kid and like saving up. I I mowed lawns all summer and saved up enough money to get a uh, you know an Epiphone Les Paul uh, like a burst one like Slash had the. And that was actually a good guitar, but there were like so many just shitty guitars like you could get for the money. And I got ripped off a couple of times when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, I kind of laughed because when you said you don't know how many guitars, I said, really? Like that was a surprise to me. But I don't know how many guitars I have. <laughs> the same boat. But I was, I was kind of surprised there's somebody else like me, I guess, who doesn't keep track or, or count them. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's it's just unusual. We we are. Ha I think there's a request for one more. I don't know if you want to want to do that, but there's a request for another song from Hoot. I I can do one more. The Jess, did you say that you have to bail? Bye, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. It was nice to meet and and talk to all of you. Yeah, bye, Carl. Yeah. Bye, Carl's hand. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Mishka. It was nice meeting you. And of course, thank you so much, Matt, for having me on. It's uh, always a pleasure. Time. Thank you. Now, what was the final? Aren't you going to show us what we got the final result? Okay. Of well, this is this. These are my two pieces of cake here. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> they don't have the icing treatment on, but uh. That's, that's what we're working with and we're all done with the food for now so so I, i'm on my way to do other things i love you guys all right Have go knock them dead we appreciate you more than more than we could say thanks thanks guys bye. Yeah. bye bye jess the fabulous jess paul uh yeah so uh, what was the song that hoot was uh requesting i don't know if you want to take the request or just do something that you want to do but uh, i just want to i don't she requested to. kick off your halo but you know you don't have to um i don't so I'm still fucking getting over COVID. Me too. And the it's fucking with me. The like my mornings are good, and then I get real fucking shaky and mushy and have to lay on the couch and watch horrible TV for six hours. The um, so I'm I learned three songs to do today. Sadly, those are the three songs that are fucking in my Let's my brain right now. And if <laughs> if you guys know Fred Eaglesmith. I muffed so many of the lyrics on that song because I just the uh, I just kept spacing. But the, I'll play another uh, I'll play another new one for you guys. All right, cool. The um, this song is about uh, lobotomy uh, becomes way more attractive after a breakup because you want to just uh, you prefer to just destroy a part of your brain uh, so you can stop thinking about the other person. Uh, this. <laughs> this is a new one, and it's called uh, My Machine. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to take my fucking headphones off. God damn it. My God, my girl, your puffy eyes. You must have cried about six years of your life last night. If I can't set the world on fire, I'll carve my fucking useless heart out for your pacifier. In dreams, I watched you brutalized. Pornographic fantasies of murder, suicide, but now I've found a way to burn out. When the gear slips slowly into place, you'll unremember my face when I complete my machine. Unlove, unhope, unfear, your eyes drinking up your tears. 
While you were chasing those space city lights I was William H. Macy in Boogie Nights I built a lab under the stairs Don't go down there I'll need to be alone a while Raked my brain across the blade Flayed the heart that you betrayed But I found a way to lay there When the gear slips slowly into place, I'll unremember my face when I complete my machine. Unlove, unhope, unfear, your eyes drinking up your tears when I complete my machine. Scenes we can't remember no longer will torment us. I'll wipe your memory clean. We're perverting nature, the goal's complete erasure. When the gear slips slowly into place, I'll unremember your face. When I complete my machine Unlove, unhope, unfear My swallow in my tears When I complete my machine My captor, my tormentor Creator, you're my killer You're my baby Burned our fucking home down, raised it to the ground. My girl, I set you free. You know that seemed to me when you when you first started out that that's got to be a difficult a difficult song to play and sing because it's like you're playing a bass line there. That, sometimes it's difficult to do that kind of stuff, but um, appreciate that. Now, things are about to get interesting because your uh, former road manager or, uh, is here with us. Oh, boo! boo. Oh, what a background. What a background. Fight, fight, Hacks are usually just the... Uh... The, the the cum catcher in, in a, a group of black dudes, isn't he? The, that's what the that's what the hair's for. Oh, it was life. Is that a song about building a sex robot? Black dude, black dude in your underwear. Yeah. Uh, did you hear the quote from Mishka early on about uh, you? What a terrible person you are! I just giving you. I, I've heard most of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, any rebuttal or no? Are you actually a good person or is he absolutely right? You are just a. Just I'm pretty. I'm pretty awful. <laughs> you said you're the worst. The worst. You're bottom of the barrel. So just, yeah. The cream. Yeah, the cream so. of the, the cream of the crap. Well, you're doing a good thing today. Unlike Mishka, I think you probably uh, are aware that this is to help Christine get over her cancer, not to give her more cancer, right? Um, I, I, either way, I'm fine. <laughs> can can we give Hack Christine's cancer? Can, maybe we can just do a the like. Has you know, anyone made? I mean, I'm sure someone will fund me though. You gotta you gotta pay a twenty percent fee. Has anyone made the joke about? Has anyone already said you know like giving Christine cancer is the only way to make her turn up for something on time? <laughs> And uh, William, if you got somebody there if, in your background, William, if you can hear me, you got no, just keep you out. Okay. William, well, I, 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 I was, I was going to say that, you know, we don't need to do a, a, um, 
a fundraiser for because you know whenever a, a, a whale coughs up a big lump of ambergris, you can you can turn That's that true. into uh, shitloads of money making perfume. So yeah. uh, well, she is taking home like souvenirs, right? She's bringing home the stomach and the tumor and uh, all that kind of stuff. I, yeah. We could put that stuff on eBay, see what that does. Uh, get his band from eBay would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, maybe hack and stuff on Maybe kind of the delicacy or some shit. I don't know. Well, if you, Jesus Christ! Hack yeah. makes Another makes ed- I cooks cancer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hack makes edible food inedible. I don't know that he's going to make it. Okay. Well, maybe 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 it works the other way. The yeah. I'm hack- thinking an adverse effect. Yeah. Hack All came right. and stayed at my house for like three fucking weeks and didn't cook a goddamn thing. I think that I think the show is a false flag operation. Yeah, because all you eat is stuff that doesn't cast a shadow. Like, <laughs> like just like bit leaves and grain and grit, like handfuls of grit from downside the side of the sofa. Like, wow. <laughs> so are you guys like diametrically opposed? Like one guy's a really healthy eater and the other guy who's like disdains healthy. Yeah, I'm a human and he's Mishka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I eat lots of healthy food and drugs, and that and that's it. The we, we're wow. half in common. The yeah, <laughs> wow. We're, we're like a really sloppy Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I appreciate both you guys being here and and doing stuff to help out, even though you're trying not to be nice guys. You are nice guys, and you're helping out, and I appreciate that. Uh, and I hope I hope it helps out. Well, right now, Christine's fundraiser is stuck at. Nine dollars. Uh, <laughs> what nine dollars? No, eighteen thousand eight hundred and seventy. We need a hundred and thirty dollars before the hour is up to get to uh, nineteen thousand. Come on, we could do this. We could well, do this. What, what, what are people's anonymous names got to be this time? Um, how about dead dead politicians? Dead politicians. Yeah. Yeah. How do I see the How do I see the chat for this? Or oh, I can oh. make the I can make the chat available. Hold on, I don't have it. That's behind our paywall hack. Yeah, fair you, enough. You, you don't get you. You don't have to see what people are yeah. saying about you. Yeah, now, now you should be able to see him now. The on the right. Well, fuck! If he can see him, I want to see him. I think they're there. <laughs> I don't anyway. know. The hey, can I do one more song? I just remembered that I have a oh, song there we go. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I have, we can allow you one more song. I have oh, another God, guest waiting to come in. One. Come in. I want to get him in uh, so we don't waste his time. But yes, please do another song. The, I'll song. do another one and then get out of here. I just with with Hack here. I, I like I see an opportunity to torture him. Also, oh. this is the the this song has the best lyric I've ever fucking written ever. The um. So yeah, let me do one more for you. All right, let's do it. The so <coughs> um. This song is called. Uh, this is a song I wrote uh, for ketamine. Um, the my only true friend and it's called pain management and yeah it has the best lyric i've ever written ever in it and um see if you can figure out what it is the <clears throat> to fill that hole How many lines fill that grave in my soul Little plastic baggies tumbleweed cross the floor Too much, not enough motherfucker overflow I specialize in pain management I stuff it down until I can't handle it Goddamn right I pay for the damages Pain management, pain What pill will make me finally let go? Ruin my sinuses, I stuck it up my asshole. 
Till my lips turn blue, till my fingers get cold How many more lines till my fool heart explodes? I specialize in pain management I stuff it down until I can't handle it Goddamn right, I pay for the damages, pain management I'm dying for pain management Anesthetize, euthanize, memorial candlelit Cut my ashes in lines and don't mind the drip It's primitive medicine for pain Nice. I gotta go with stuck it up my asshole. <laughs> the, yeah, that was that was the one that was uh, inspired by Hack. So the, yeah. there's there's the shout out in a song you always wanted, buddy. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, also, my chills kicked in on that that last song, so I'm I'm fucking out of here. The um, thanks, man. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, if you're watching, throw in you cheap motherfuckers. Take care of Christine. Yeah, yeah. She's the only one we got. The um, hack, call me. You threatened to call me like three weeks ago and you haven't called me. Call They're me. both on mute. My dog, hack it on mute. They're both on mute. I wish I had a mute, a mute button there for we hack go. in Is real life. The, there we go. No, it's worse. I, I, one, one thing I just wanted to say was that I was, I, your background's really impressive. I didn't. I, I saw it when I was picking out mine in the hoarders selection. All right. <laughs> this is the best it's looked. All right, I'm out of here. Billy right. Wayne, you, you ben, fucking ben, rule. The ben, thank you. <clears throat> Bye. All right. Hey, you made it this far. You obviously like the clip. Now you don't have to subscribe, but you obviously like the clip. So I don't know. I'm not telling you you have to subscribe, but I would if I were you. I would also ring the bell so I get notified whenever there's new content for me to see. But that's just what I would do. What are you going to do?